0: Today's episode is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all the while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone, from adults to teens to children, could find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com.
1: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're looking at the Old Testament asking the questions, are Christians subject to follow the Old Testament Jewish law? Fuller, you ready to find out? Let's go. Season 3 is here!
0: Episode 101! One, <laughs> Dude!
1: We've surpassed 100 episodes! Bro. Woo! That we made it! over 100
0: hours of content Dude. for our listeners. <laughs> We've had over 100 hours probably in episode 20. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were really good in the beginning, only 45-minute episodes, and now they're like, our hour and 15 minutes or if Podbean messes up three, three hours, hours.
1: <laughs> dude, i don't know what happened there There's about a month where we need go on to apple itunes or not i'm sorry apple podcast right or whatever it says like three and a half and people text me they're like dude are you serious yeah. like no, no. Just, just click just, play and it will change. It'll fix it. So I don't, I don't, I don't get it, dude. So, dude, we have a sponsor. We have a sponsor. Uh, so it's, it's a little awkward of a sponsorship because it's CSB Bible is sponsoring us, right? But CSB is also Lifeway Publishing. Right. Exactly. So we are officially sponsored by Lifeway in the Christian Standard Bible. Oh man. And it's a good Bible. It, I mean, we can give it away. We can stand behind it. Yeah, it was in the giveaway. You Come know, on. My favorite study Bible that I have is a CSB Bible. It's not the one we gave away. Right. But I have the ancient faith ones where it has all yep. the church
0: fathers and their notes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I know. I need to get that one because that one looks so it cool. Looks and cool. Guess what? 40% off right now, I believe, right? <laughs>
1: 40% off. That's right. So we want to make sure we let you guys know about that deal too. So you go to uh, life, well, or, or lifeway.com and you can pre-order your CSB, like limited edition study Bible right now you get 40% and get off. 40% off. Like, like you cannot beat that deal at all. So we want to say thank you to the CSB Bible folks down at Lifeway. Lifeway. Get your Bibles, get your stuff, get your study notes. You can get everything at Lifeway. It's actually pretty, pretty dope. Yep. But either way, dude, I say that word a lot. I know either way. Season three. At the end of the day. Just because we're in season three doesn't mean Mark changes his lingo. But it does change how we do the show a little
0: bit. It does. It does. But I kind of like it. Kind of like the flow.
1: We kind of like the flow. So we have the sponsorship. You know, we're dr- I'm drinking coffee. I don't know why you not. I you know you I have decided that have uh,
0: I have to get up very early in the morning, and so a lime bubbling will suffice for the evening. Is that for the first time you brought a lime flavor? I think bubbly? it's the first time I've brought a lime. I've drank the lime before, but this hmm. is the first time I've drank it on the air. Lately, I've been rocking the uh, berry flavored Lacroix, mm. berry flavor,
1: or a pump of the mousse. I still drink my pump of the mousse. Nothing beats. The orange Lacroix, dude. That watermelon though, in the summer, that is different. It does. you
0: got to get. But it see, up, I've been drinking I, a lot. I've been drinking a lot of those lately.
1: Have so, you really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For like months now. Okay, so here's a question I got for you because you're the bubbly. Uh, then I'll talk about my coffee. But you're the bubbly uh, seltzer water king. Let's just call you that. We're gonna call kind, you kind that. of sewer. Kind of sewer. You do bubbly. You you do aha. You do Lacroix. You've done Kroger brand. You've done you've done all the off
0: brands. Yep. What's your favorite aha. seltzer water? Uh-huh. Wow, there was Hands no hesitation. Down. For whatever reason, it hits it hits differently. It's sudsy but not over sudsy. And that's True. There's just a good amount of flavor that's not overpowering, but it lets you know it's there.
1: Like it does it, it doesn't taste like a fart in
0: it doesn't, seltzer water. It doesn't taste like somebody put like had drink whatever flavor. and are. then dumped water into it. And in, then dumped sparkling it. water into <laughs> it. Yeah, it's like that's the worst. So
1: now here's a different question. Have you had Spindrift yet? I have not. Spindrift is pretty good. Mm. Still seltzer water, but instead of like flavoring, they put like real juice, like fruit juice in it. So it has. so there's calories and there's sugars and there there it's not like zero all the way down. Right. So, it's a little different, but Spindrift is pretty dang good, too. All right. So, just to live there. But, you well, know, I am drinking, drinking this was courtesy of Rodney Buse, the mug. Not the coffee, the mug. I bought the coffee. Right. From Fathom. Sorry. The Fathom uh, mug. Beth bought the coffee. But Fathom coffee mug. That's the mug I'm drinking out of. The mug. Using the V60 coffee brewer that Ryan Coatney from Crossform Kids sent down to us after we recorded with him. And I'm drinking coffee that my wonderful wife bought. For me from Knoxville, I'm drinking Mahalo tonight. Mahalo. We, uh, we you, talked about it a couple weeks back. Yeah, an episode 99, nine. nine it's same as that coffee. Yep. Uh, not 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 the same coffee because that's I, I, I I've never seen people that were like, yeah, I just used the same beans twice. No, that's grind that stuff up. That's Do like fresh.
0: That's like somebody who goes, yeah, the coffee's been sitting out and it's cold. And I put it in the microwave to warm it up. It tastes burnt. No. Why would mm-hmm. you ruin it? No, nope, It don't nope, taste that. Dump up, it up, yep. get you a fresh. But cup. I
1: am drinking the Dawn Patrol coffee, Ethiopian-Brazilian blend nice. with that hints of blueberry. It's it's good. It's a good. It's a little, I mean, it's one. I drink I drink it a little bit black. Last time we recorded, mm-hmm. which was... It was it was different. I'm not used to drinking it black, but I this hit's different. This is a good hit. This is a really, really good hit. You so, sound like a drug addict. I do. <laughs> Thanks, dear, <Tater, laughs> for the coffee. That's but a good hit right there. This episode fueled by... No, <laughs> that'd be cool to have a coffee, sp- coffee sponsorship. But, you know... For about the last, oh, uh, we what did we do this? Halfway through season two, we started doing questions in a box. Yeah, well, that's gone now. That, we're retiring questions. That was season, that was a season box. two. We're on that to season two.
0: three, and in this season, we're going to be doing. Who knew we would even be in season three, my guy? Uh, uh, who knew? God, oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> bring that one. Okay, Calvinist.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so, that. So I feel season
0: feel three, that. we're gonna we're gonna bust out uh, the would you rather? Oh, these are terrifying. Okay. Well, so we're going to do a couple.
1: Okay, we're going to do a couple. Okay. Just real
0: quick. We have no reviews. We have no reviews because we're starting a new season fresh. New season fresh. So this is the fresh season with no reviews mm-hmm. as of yet. So mm-hmm. get on it, people. Let's go. All right, so here we go. Would you rather, Mark Hyde, kiss a jellyfish or step on a crab? Are you kidding me? Those are your choices. Step on a <sighs> crab, kiss a jellyfish. Well, aren't parts of
1: jellyfishes like... They don't, like, like it's like in Finding Nemo, Dory bounced on the head, so if you kiss the top of a
0: jellyfish, But would you want to risk getting stung on on their face? On your lips. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm going to step on a crab. I
1: think I'm going to step on a crab.
0: All right. Well, you know what? We agree with 75% of other people who have asked that question. There are stats on this, too? (laughs) (laughs) There are.
1: That's pretty dope, actually. Okay. All right. We are in the majority on that one. Would okay. you rather? Oh, this is the hard
0: one. All right, if you are going to have more kids, would you rather have a baby boy <laughs> or have a baby girl? If I had another
1: baby girl, my son would be so disappointed. So you'd say boy? I'd say boy. I have like, because he, again, here is the deal: he has um, six sisters at my house and yeah. another one over at his mom's. So he literally is the only
0: boy in his fa- like in his family. You know, if I had to choose, like yeah, it had to be a boy gotta be a boy man I, that's a hard one you'd want another. You, you,
1: you'd you want another little girl
0: i'm gonna i don't know let's shiloh like roll solo i love shiloh me and shiloh get along great i love him but man i love my girls too that's a hard one uh <laughs> um, you, you you were born like you are a, like you rock the girl dad yeah. i have
1: to because i have a lot of them
0: i'm gonna go with boy though because okay shiloh okay, needs, okay. Shiloh. What, what is what do people say what do people say 57 percent of people said boy and 43 percent mm. said girl all right, all right. Last one. Last one. one? Okay. Oh wait, hang on. I got a commercial. because oh, you know, we got an ad. I'm cheap and don't pay for it. So how long is uh, this ad? Uh, it's uh. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, uh, uh, Here wait, you go. Uh, if you had another uh, boy, what would you name him? Wait, I got one. Oh, okay. And no, I'm not going to answer that. Oh, man. Um, because I don't want to get in trouble by my <laughs> wife. She'd be like, "Oh, that's a horrible oh, name." She already knows what it is. Christian? No. Hezekiah would be my boy name. I actually know Hezekiah. I love that name, and she said no. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. last all right, anyways, one. Here we go. Would we you go. rather always be overworked or never have anything to do? <laughs> I'm already overworked, bro. Would you rather, though, have nothing to do no, all the time? No, I'd rather be overworked.
1: I'd rather be overworked. I'm built. Yeah, I like to work. I, I think I'm with you. I'm built to work.
0: 46. So you and I add to this. 46% say they'd rather be always We're overworked. We're in the minority. And 54 said they'd rather have nothing Maybe we need to do, to do an episode about laziness. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> isn't that one of the seven deadly sins? We got to get back to that. Oh, wait, that was, that was a season We've two. done Pride. Anyways. We've done it. We had Pride and we've
1: done Lust. It might be time in a couple episodes. We Maybe we, we, we probably should do Slothiness. another one. We Sloth uh, We talked about doing that one. I we think didn't. we need to hit Gluttony. That's one I think we need to hit. Bro,
0: why are you looking at me when you say that? Because <laughs> there's no one else in the room? Uh, okay, that's a good excuse. <laughs> Anyways, why don't we uh, jump in tonight's uh, oh, season man. three, episode one.
1: We're starting with a bit of an Old Testament series here. Oh, test-
0: well, you know, we got to give Scott something to talk about because he steals from us. That's true. Our pastor. Well, like, <laughs>
1: even, when you're, even when we're gone and like we're like either working, vacation, traveling, so, he
0: somehow makes our content. So here's the funny thing. Okay. Here's what I notice, and I've noticed it since we started the podcast, and I'm not trying to toot anybody's horn. But I I find when we record, not when they release, but when we record an episode, yep, within a week or two, John Piper, Desiring God, does a similar episode. Mm-hmm. Scott preaches a similar sermon. Yep, and, and uh,
1: Dale Partridge, Dale, has Par- one too, right? and Dale
0: Partridge from Real Christianity, we're all yep. like in sync he, uh, on the same subject. It's weird. Isn't Dale? Par- He's going through some sort
1: of cancer. Real Christianity. is also yeah. like Reformed Seminary. It's like a. It's a it's a yeah. it's a school where you go like basically you do it's, online classes for like a year in order to for, be a, to equipped to be a house a house church, church leader. or just a, honestly a biblically right. trained but, elder right exactly
0: so I think that um, I think that ministry is really cool I like yeah, that idea. and they only take like you have to fill out an application to get in like they want to make mm-hmm. sure you're serious but yeah I think that's really awesome yeah but he's fighting some, I don't know what form uh, of I, cancer I, or is, is it if it's, Lyme disease or is it, le, is it Lyme? Le, leukemia I can't remember I think it's Lyme disease because his wife got bit and they didn't know that it could be like transmit you can be trans you can transmit like, Lyme disease I guess so and wow. so it was from his wife she got bit by a tick and then he got it from her. Wow! And so they've been
1: really struggling through that, and they have a lot of kids. And so keep them in your prayer. They're the they're in Oregon, I think. is yeah, where they're at. Oregon. And, yeah. So real Christianity. I remember, Dale he made a post where he's like, "I finally felt good enough to go teach again," and I'm like, yeah. "Dale Partridge just said he's finally." Go-. I'm like, "What is yeah, going on?" They're,
0: they're struggling. So keep them in your prayers, even though you don't know them. They're brothers and sisters in the Lord. So yeah, I'm definitely. But we're doing
1: this Old Testament. It's not even a series.
0: We just happen to both come up with Old Testament we were both ideas. Like, we're like, let's do it. We're both like, hey, I wrote Old Testament this, and you're like, I, I did too. Well, okay. Well, it was a two-part series. And they, <laughs> they go hand in
1: hand because like they today do. we're talking about the law and then, which is basically, do we follow the law? And then next week, we're going to talk about was salvation different between Old Testament and New Testament? Right. Quote, unquote. And, and, and can you even call them believers?
0: And guess what? I bet in the next couple of weeks, if you check out Desiring God or Real <laughs> Christianity, there's going to be another series on it. But. <laughs> I love
1: it. So, with this Old Testament Testament law. I think we need to give people some context. All right. So what let's, this means, let's know? talk about Old Testament law. I'm just going to pause myself All right. until you tell me to talk again.
0: Well, I don't. Well, I mean, <laughs> once we, st- I'm just going to break out real quick. And then once we start reading scriptures, we can talk. Go. Cool. Because cool. that's cool. the whole, it was supposed to be a conversation with scriptures in it. Yep. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tee it up.
1: But we got we to tee it up.
0: So there is, if you didn't know, there's 613 Old Testament laws in scripture. Uh, 104 verses that talk about the law in the Old and New Testament. How many laws again? 613 in the Old Testament. Wow. That's a lot. So, that's a lot. (laughs) So, there's three main views of Old Testament law, of how it pertains to Christians today. Right. Obviously, we know that the Jewish people did their darndest to obey 613 laws to the T, and actually... Take it a step further because they were so afraid of breaking any of these six hundred thirteen laws, the rabbis came up with something called the Mishnah, the Mishnah, which, is, which okay. is like the teaching. It's like the rules upon rules. So if I said like, um, "Thou shall not work on the you know don't work on the Sabbath," right? That was one of the six hundred thirteen laws, not to work on Sabbath. Yep. Um, this would break out. Okay here's nine different areas of that and here's work these different things in this one area these 16 things are are work these five things are not work and it broke it down into detail and then they were still so afraid they went even further they made more rules and to make they, sure they, they didn't cross they, the other they, ones they okay. brought up something called the talmud i don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of the talmud yep. so the talmud is a is an expounded version of the mishnah and the mishnah is the expounded version of the Uh, the Pentateuch the law the laws of Moses so we know that this was a big thing to the Jewish people this is what set them apart this is what they believe saved them Um, this is they were following God when they were following these things when they weren't following the commandments of God and this is why they were scared typically they ended up being cast out of their land and taken into captivity and because of their disobedience to God so it was a big deal for them yep Okay, so today, three main views that we see in the Protestant, so I'm going to say Protestant, so New era. Testament looking back at the old, right? Right.
1: Three main views. Okay,
0: looking back at the old and kind of how it does it apply to us today as Christians. Okay, as Christians. So, um, should we obey the law? Basically, uh, three views on this. Uh, one view says yes. Though we are not justified by the law, we must obey the law and bear the and bear fruits. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of one basic viewpoint of of the law. The second one is, yes, in a sense, the law is broken into three parts. A ceremonial law, a moral law, also known as a decalogue, and a civil law. The ceremonial law and the civil law have been done away with, but the moral law still applies. Moral laws, things like the Ten Commandments.
1: The things that are moral, like obviously murder or covetous, or,
0: you know, all, yeah. And then the third, and then the third, is uh no, we don't have to follow the Old Testament law. We are not bound to any part of the law. The law was for a certain people for a certain time, for a certain reason. The law of Christ is what we are bound to, which is also known as the law of uh, the love law, or Christ's love law. okay? So that's kind of the three main views. Now there's different intermixings and minglings after that, like me. I'll save my opinion. Now, now like, your own right <laughs> now. So, okay. So I want to, I have a question, you know,
1: because right. I know, you know, some people who answered this question the first way, right? Or, yes. I got to keep the whole law inside in, in, we're not going to read all of the verses. Yeah, that's because we'd literally be reading the entire book of Leviticus. Um, right. But some of the laws that obviously that they had just made sense because they were literally how they lived. Like you had to put a fence up on your roof. Right. You had to. And that kept your brother from falling off. Right. And in hurt. the same way in America, you literally drive on the right hand side of the road. And then England and the rest of Europe,
0: it's you, the you, left side of the road. You had road. to make sure if you dug a hole, that you barricaded the hole so that your neighbor's animal wouldn't fall into the hole and kill itself or break it's a leg. It's literally
1: or, just how to make sure you stay alive and healthy, how you make sure nobody else dies. Right. And but, make, you know, and but it's just how to
0: live civilly among each other. Because we have those laws in America. Well, and you it's, it's also um, like. Uh, You can't boil a goat in its mother's milk. That crap's weird. We don't even do that. (laughs) uh, You know, you you can only eat certain foods. You can't have, uh, you can only have fish with scales. Um, Which, again, in America
1: versus like, you know, which is a lot of issues with health code violations for like, because we have one that has like, we have one Mexican restaurant and we have one Chinese one that's been having a lot of issues with the, um, what's, what what is it called? The, uh, the health. Administration, basically, they keep getting shut down by the health department. Oh yeah, and it's because what it boils down to is <laughs> what it boils down to. Cause we to talk about boiling, goat is they have different rules in Mexico about stewed for food storage, right. and and the people coming out of I think they came out of Korea, I think is where they came out of, and how they organize their food and process is different than America. So we have different laws even on food. So right. that's not even that weird when you think right. about it, but. For some of these laws, where it's like, okay, no mixed fabrics, right? You can't eat lobster, you can't eat anything with a split hoof, right? Do people who say yes, we need to follow the law, do they still
0: practice that? Well, let's My let's voice cracked a little bit. Let's <laughs> wait just a second. Okay, let's okay. let's put a pin in it. Let's hang it right here. Pause. <laughs> no, not a pause, a pin. I, I've <laughs> a watched pin. a lot of Bolt this week, so we're gonna put a pin in. Dude, <laughs> that movie's what's up though. I like Bolt. Have you but, seen? Have
1: you? By the way, have you seen the new uh, Pixar movie? Is it, is it Pixar?
0: Luca? No, not yet. It's Disney. It's pretty good. It's is slow, it, but it's is pretty it, good. Anyway, okay. Keep going. Anyways, so uh, before we dive into too deep of why these different views and, and kind of why people view this stuff and how they practice it, um, I want to talk about real quick the reason why um, these laws were given to Israel back in those days. Okay. And that reason is to set them apart from the nation's – um the pagan nations that surrounded them and so uh this is a uh this was the way that God chose to um impart that to them and to set them apart by and it started with the abrahamic covenant where you know they had to get the old snip snip done uh, the old is <laughs> <it's> a different <laughs> the, the old you snip just snip. Said
1: snip snip on the podcast
0: you had to get the old circumcision done uh so uh, it started even before that. I mean, there were there's all sorts of covenants that were done, and we, you know, that's a whole another podcast. Well, I mean, of God covenants. even made a covenant with Noah, made a covenant with you know Adam. He made a covenant with Eve. I mean, in next episode we'll talk about those. There's a lot bit. of covenants that were made, and so, and I don't want to get into all that. I just want to say, yeah, that next week we'll get into that. sometime. The reason why it was there was for the sole purpose of setting apart the nation of Israel to um, be a Uh, a distinct people group. Right, exactly. so And for God's purpose, and obviously we know the purpose of God was that he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. Through your seed,
1: all other nations will be blessed, was what God said to Abraham. Right.
0: So, three main views. You asked me a question, we're going to take the pin. Back out. All right, here we go. So, we talked about, number one, uh, yes, we obey the law. We're just not justified by the law. We're not saved by the law, but we have to obey the law be to bear fruits. Um these are the people that go, I can't have caffeine and I can't eat pork. Well, it, we broke both those today. Well <laughs> but so I'm I'm thinking specifically of Seventh day Adventist. Mm-hmm. Right? They're yep. very I think gotta, Jehovah
1: yeah. Witness and Mormons follow that same old testament possibly practice yeah, too. I'm not sure, but possibly, yeah. Right, but, but yeah, um, but Seventh day Adventists, yeah, they don't drink se- caffeine.
0: They don't drink caffeine, they don't eat meat, especially not pork. Really? I don't think I knew that part about Seventh day Adventist. Um and then I only know because I went to Andrews University, which is Seventh Day. There Adventist. you go. I know they worship on Saturday, Saturday which is the Sabbath. Sabbath, and they think that Sunday is Satan's day. They believe the Pope is is the Antichrist. Now, is that traditional Advent? Because I haven't heard that from some other Seventh Day Adventist that I've heard. This is just the, this is what you were taught. This is what this is what I experienced when I went to the school. And I want I didn't go to the school to get like educated on that. I went mm. to the school to get educated on fixing airplanes, but. Yep. This is what they believe. Because I've heard some other Seventh Day Adventists who haven't said Seventh-day is a Satan well, day. Well, they, they've also said that. Uh, uh, well,
1: I could. Didn't tell, they say Jesus was supposed to come back at a very certain time and day? Or they what?
0: did. Back in the 18, I think it was 1830, was when he was, he was supposed to come back based upon their their mathematics or something. Blah blah blah. Either I watched way, a whole. There's a whole episode on it on Amazon Prime. It's four three hour long videos that all tie together. I think the first one's called the Flood. Um, but it's all done by a Seventh day Adventist group and and they go through the there, whole thing. There's and, and, it a YouTube. All leads, and it all leads to the Pope being the wow. Antichrist. Okay. And I know there's
1: a YouTube channel, uh uh Ten Minute Bible Hour, where he just travels around and talks to different Protestant yeah. and, and even like Catholic and other Coptic um denominations. So he sits on the Seventh day Adventist too, so it's kind of fascinating. But so, either way,
0: but they believe so, because with some of these old testament laws so, still apply. Well, a lot of them but to me it's like okay, so you you follow that, but do you wear like a tribal shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a dual like, blend right now. Like so, what 50-50. what laws do you? I mean, because there is not you know the the second one we look at is okay, yes, you know, we, but the law, law is broken into three parts. We don't obey the we don't follow the ceremonial and we don't follow um, the uh, civil laws anymore. Just the moral laws, you know. So this is where um, they go. Okay, like the Ten Commandments that don't kill, don't don't you know steal stuff like that that's a that's a moral law and we obey those but the first group is like no we obey the laws we are seventh day adventists we obey these laws because it's obedience and that's why we do it and we get a blessing because of it right okay um uh, again my question's always been okay well the bible talks about if you break even the one law you've broken all the you're law. You're guilty of all the law. So if you wear a tri-blend shirt, you're screwed. Which is really <laughs> bad because uh, every
1: shirt I've ever created for this church is either a 50-50 or a tri-blend. Right, because so, well, you're comfortable. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um,
0: so, w- w- yeah, we've got kind of got those two things. Now, um, you know, I've heard uh, people even like uh, Sway, he kind of broke down the second thing of the the three different parts of the law, which is not – it's not – distinctly said in the Bible, these are the three things and we don't have to obey these two things, but we have to obey that. That's not what it said, but it's a theology that came across and 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 different sects of the church have come up with. Um, and then the third one, the, it almost sounds very dispensational. Okay. Um, the, no, we're not bound to the law. That was for Israel back in the old Testament for the purpose of setting them apart. Um, we have Christ's law, and that's all we had to follow, him. right?
1: And Andy Stanley recently just wrote a book, and I can't think what it's called, um, but he had a whole sermon series on, and basically the idea was is unhinging the New Testament from the old. And he went on and debated Jeff Durbin from Apologia Studios, on yeah. unbelievable, right? And so the idea of nope, Old Testament is stays there. We're in the new, so you need a degree of separation between the two like is that the is that kind of the, the thing is like they yes. are just completely distinct yes. we're in a whole new different law right okay that's that's kind of what the third thing is okay so we have these general viewpoints where it's like yes you got to follow kind of like a, ee, you gotta follow some but you don't gotta follow ones that and some carry that are like, over because obviously like, it, like like you're not going to drive on the right hand side of the road over in england that's right. a criminal offense because you'll kill somebody right
0: and same as other random rules we have here in America. What's the What's you know? the one guy on YouTube that we both watch that breaks down um, the beat? What's his name? He does the beat. I know Alan. Oh, I cannot remember his name. You keep talking. I'll look. Anyways up. he's he's got a he's got a little podcast or, or not a podcast. It's a it's like a vlog a, on YouTube. It's a phenomenal. And YouTube it's called channel. the beat. And and he he put it pretty f- phenomenal in my opinion on on some of these views. Alan Parr. Alan Parr, the B. He, hey, yeah. Oh, dude, I love his YouTube channel. He's, oh, I love it too. We'll, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But uh, he goes, it's kind of like being in, in America, right? So you have the national law, which is the moral law. He goes, and then you break it down by states, and each state has its own set of laws. And he goes, and that's like the ceremonial law. So he goes, if I'm, I live in Texas. Okay. or like us. We live in Indiana. We're under the moral law and ceremonial law of Indiana. But if we live in Indiana, we're no longer under the, law, the ceremonial laws of Indiana but we are always under the moral law of the United States.
1: Which is true because there's laws, I mean, even a simple, the easiest one I could think of is handgun rules right. or honestly even alcohol. Different right. states have different rules on when you can
0: sell it, drink it, how you so can carry, do you need certain licenses? Yeah, that's basically how it breaks that one down. Huh. So I thought it was a good breakdown. Now we'll get into what I, my opinion of it later, but that I thought that was a great analogy for people that believe that way if they wanted to use that. But let's figure out what the Bible says. What's the
1: Bible? What does the Bible say? (laughs) I'm
0: glad you you picked up what I put down. Give it to me, my guy. Wow. So we're going to start off in Galatians. One of the books that God has really been opening my eyes with um, on this whole thing, and I may have mentioned it, and you may have noticed it in the past year, year and a half, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of the messianic studying, which is very Torah heavy. Yeah, which is very law focused. Don't you and have a a book? Was it a Bible? I got several Bibles, well, but there was
1: a specific one you bought that was like written by like a
0: messianic Jew. I've or got something. several of them. You, do you know? I've okay. got the Trio Life version. I've got the. I think that's the one you Christi- actually brought. Well, um, that's we that's here, my like, green one. Yeah. The one I brought was the Jew- complete Jewish study Bible. Okay, I think that's the, that, written by Dr. David H. Stein. Was that the one you brought on? I mean, this was a long time ago yeah. on the show you brought it in. Yep. So that's the one by David H. Stein. Um, he also has a commentary out on the New Testament, which is great. Um, and then there's, I have a a Tanakh What, what was Hebrew the, what, what Bible. What was
1: that second one called again? I'm going to
0: put it in the show notes. The Complete Jewish Study the Bible. The Complete Jewish Study the Bible. The CJB. Okay. Not the CSB, which we're sponsored by, but the <laughs> CJB. <laughs> you know, we no longer have to say yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, here right. baby. I know we need I need to start going through all my show notes and switching them over from ESV to CSB. So. Which I know if you just want to have the link
1: to the wonderful sponsorship we deal we have going on with Lifeway where you can get that was it 20% off? I'm 40% pulling, I thought it was. I'm pulling it up I don't remember. right now cuz I added it to Evernote. Um right. it's, g- it's not loading. It's going to be in the show notes, so. Yep. Uh, but there'll forward. be a link right. right there to get your to pre-order your goat skin leather right. CSB
0: study Bible. Keep going. So there we go. Uh, let's dive into Galatians 3. It's going to be a, long, a couple long scriptures, and then uh, we can kind of get into what Mark believes and what I believe. Because I'm sure they're going to be different. Man, I'm just right. A, it's just the way we are. <laughs> Don't worry, Mark's right. Uh, <laughs> Unless Beth is here, then Beth is right. All right, so Galatians 15. To give a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it has been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say off and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one. And to your offspring, who is Christ Man, that's powerful, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I got a whole other thing going on in my head. Uh, this is what I mean: the law which came four hundred and thirty years afterward does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it is no longer it no longer comes by promise. But God gave it to Abraham by a promise. Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring, not the offsprings, but the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made. And it was put in the place through angels by an intermediary. Now an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. now But now the faith has come. We are no longer under a guardian, a.k.a. the law. Uh, for in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you were, as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither is there slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus." And if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to to the promise. So spiritual Jews? So spiritual Israel, because the promise, this is where a lot of people in their their theological understanding, this is why it's so important to read words, right? And, And it says, and I love that. There's a whole scripture on. Hey, you guys are misinterpreting this because <laughs> they're like, "Oh, the promise was made to the offspring's of Abraham," and it's like, so no. obviously, if you're not the offspring, you're not getting the promise, right? Exactly. And this is where um, I differ with a lot of hyper dispensationalists, where they say, "Well, promises were made to Israel that w- we will not experience." And, and, and if people don't know what that is, the dispensations. There's
1: seven dispensations where God worked in certain different ways. And normally dispensationalists believe in uh, pre-tribulation rapture, pre-millennial, where basically God's not done with Israel. The church and Israel
0: are completely distinct and separate. Have their own promises. Yep. And, and, and there's many good people who believe that. I'm not going to deny that. But what Galatians and what Paul's saying here is completely opposite. The promise was made to Abraham to his offspring, singular, not, not plural. And that if we put on Christ... We are heir to now we that. are now we are in Christ and his offsprings and heirs according to the promise so the, the so the, the the promise that was
1: made to Abraham was passed to Jesus right the offspring because yeah it does say and to offspring for many but refer or it does not say and to offsprings and to your offspring who is Christ right so therefore anyone who looks to Christ is now heir to the
0: promise as well right 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 so the 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 law was basically how did it put it here let me let me scroll back through it was the the guardian um, the guardian it was the thing until the promise came to the offspring christ so christ came and with christ coming the schoolmaster the guardian there's no the guardian is no longer needed is what Paul is saying in Galatians three, but it, it almost makes it sound like the
1: law is no was 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 not really I don't want to say needed because it was the guardian protector of 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 making sure the offspring was there because when I see you know what the purpose of the law was to set Israel aside that's what the purpose of the law was we read in other places that the law was to show us that we were sinners and that we needed a savior and that it was. Not perfect. We have those verses elsewhere, too, in this notes. Um, but with this one specifically, I guess the thing that I'm looking at, it's like, okay, so it was a protector. It was a
0: um, guardian. Was but at the same time,
1: it also is what showed the world that Israel well, is different. It's you been know? referred
0: to as a schoolmaster. Okay. It's, it's a thing that shows us that we are in need of a Savior because we cannot fully live up to the law. Right. So the purpose of the law was... Um, to show, I don't want to say the standards of God cause there's, it's not standards. It's just who God is. God is mm-hmm. holy. Um, and these are the things that you would have to do to be holy, which we can't do, which is why they had to do sac- daily sacrifices, <laughs> Because there, none of us are good enough to ever do it. But let's let's jump let's down. Just keep going. Let's that's let's just keep that's reading. just one scripture. That's let's just keep we reading. got we got a couple more. Let's what just, does the Bible say? That's stuck in my head now. <laughs> You're welcome. So Romans seven four through six. Likewise, my brothers, you have also died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to one another, to whom who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code.
1: Okay, so that's saying that now the law is not just a guardian and a schoolmaster, but it's actually a captor. It held us captive. Has held us captive unto death. Unto so, death. So I guess us. my question is, if it held us captive unto death, well, then why was the law even given? You know, that doesn't sound very loving. So let's continue. All
0: right. It's, uh, <laughs> Mark's like, wait a second. I'm all confused now. <laughs> I told you this is why we had to do this one first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're rolling. Romans 10, 3 through 10. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God... But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. That is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the day dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Oh, a little justification, sanctification action going on there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's read, i got a couple more scriptures. Let's just read the rest of these scriptures, and then we can discuss it. Let's do it. All right, Galatians 5, 13 through 15. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. James 2, 8 through 19. If you really fulfilled the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also says, Do not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Oh, I love that one. Shudder. Shudder. Uh, Romans thirteen eight through 10. O oh, no one anything except to love each other. For the, lo- the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in the word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law.
1: I love that passage. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it, it, just a side note, the, the college that
1: I went to, they actually, so it's Christian college rooted in, independent baptist fundamentalism we 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 left that movement and we had a typical demerits and uh, the the this and the that and our president basically northland became known as the school that had no rules but we had two rules love god and love others oh, that's and it all wrong. became out of this and they were like if you're truly loving your neighbor you're going to make your bed you're going to do your laundry you're going to do this and if you're not you're not loving your neighbor it means you're not loving god so therefore if you don't make if you don't keep your stuff clean you apparently ain't loving jesus right now and it's like oh. And it got harder because of that That verse right there where it says, it says, uh, uh, any other commandment are summed up in this. You should love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong. Therefore, love is fulfilling of the law. Right. That, that's, that, that just takes me back to college. Because that was the passage that the president, mm-hmm. President Dr. Olson, he railed into our heads. So that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that
0: one. Keep going. All right, we got two more, and then we'll jump into the little bit of a discussion yeah. here and, and land the airplane. We'll try not to make this one too long, but no promises. We're already at 40 minutes, boss. <laughs> uh, Mark twelve twenty-eight through 31. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love your Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this: you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Now, little commentary, real fast. Go for it. That was. uh, It's believed by most scholars that that scribe or those scribes were trying to entrap Jesus into getting. And they always did, right? And so, how can you dispute those two laws? (laughs) (laughs) You can't. And so, it was perfect. So, uh, Matthew seven twelve through fourteen. This is our last verse, and then we'll discuss. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. This, for this is the law and the prophets. For this is the law and the Old Testament is basically what it's saying. Mm -hmm. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. That's always a scary one, isn't it?
1: That's one of the first sermons I've ever preached. Actually, second one. That's probably the second
0: sermon I ever preached was that passage right there. It's it always it always comes back and I always think about all right. I think I'm doing good. Wait, there's a lot of people going this way. Is this the is this the narrow gate or the wide gate? <laughs> it yeah, always makes you, makes you think about it. But you
1: know, so we read all the scripture, we looked right. at the Bible, we looked at the three main views. So I guess how do we consolidate uh, consolidate's not the right word. How do we put it through the sifter? How do we sift it down? And how do we get it to the point of, okay, this is how the Old Testament applies to us as Christians?
0: I I think that all three of the main views are a little, this is my opinion. Mm, okay. This is the fuller theology. <laughs> I think they are all a little right and all a little wrong. I okay. Th- I think they missed the mark a little bit. I don't think there should be a distinction between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I think it's a continuation okay of the promise
1: which the promise is is you can have life with god for forever the way it's supposed to be
0: well i'm talking about the abrahamic promise oh gotcha that jesus would come and then through him all life so the laws the law that was held us into bondage that was the guardian was the schoolmaster was there for a purpose and in that that purpose was fulfilled Everybody likes to say, well, see, the law will never pass away until every jot and tittle of the law, blah, blah, blah. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 5. It's like, yes, but Jesus coming was the fulfillment. He is the fulfillment. But he gave us all new commands. And some of the commands, the new commands, look very much like the old commands. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're going to love yourself, you're not going to commit adultery. You're not going to murder. We just went through some of these passages. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is what it looks like. Um so just because they look the same doesn't mean it's the same covenant. Okay. It's still a different covenantial law. The, the covenant has been fulfilled. The old covenants of God have been fulfilled through Christ and Christ has made a new covenant with us, his church. And because of that, again, yes, some of the laws look the same, but they have different motives. Okay. So the motives before, right? In the old covenant, um, were there to be saved, you had to obey these things to please God to be saved. You had to give these sacrifices. You had to do these festivals. You had to do all these things. You couldn't make silks. You had couldn't boil a goat in its mm-hmm. mother's milk. And, and, to, and we'll talk about that next week because because
1: I, I slightly disagree. I told you you're going to disagree. I disagree with that, but and that's why I want to go into because so, because yeah, if we're talking about different things, where Old Testament was a schoolmaster, now it's different. Does that mean Old Testament
0: people were saved different? Well, I'm not... And we're going to talk about that next week. I'm, t- I'm talking about... This is the way they believed that they were saved. Now, mm-hmm. if you're asking me what my opinion is, how they were saved, they were saved by their righteousness because that's how God said Abraham was saved. Hebrews. Yep. So, uh, this was the purpose of the law. This is how the law was going then, and Christ fulfilled all that. Christ lived the perfect Jewish life, obeying all 613 laws and then some, and giving new commandments, what we call Christ law. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to, to, you know, we go back to our, our, our three views, right? Uh, yes, we have to obey the law, um, or, but we're not saved by the law. Um, well, no, we're saved through Christ and putting on Christ. And so we obey the new laws that mm-hmm. look like the old laws because of love, that sanctification process that's happening. So yes, um, and so I think one ties in with two where, yeah, we're not, we don't have ceremony laws because those were old, Old Testament. That was the old covenant and, and Christ fulfilled that old covenant. Although many of the commandments look the same because it's who God is. It's his attributes. And that's why they look the same. Mm-hmm. And then the number three, um, they said, no, we're not a part of it. It's for certain people that were in the law of Christ. Well, yes, you're, you're correct. It, we are in the law of Christ, but we are still part of what I would call spiritual Israel. Mm-hmm. Those promises still do apply to us. Um, and if it, they didn't apply to us through Christ, then we wouldn't be saved. <laughs> it, would, it would only been Israel that was saved. Mm-hmm. So you can't distinguish between, that's why I say the old, I don't like the the phrase old and new Testament, even though it's been that way for thousands of years, it's a continuation. Mm-hmm. It's a continuation of the covenant. Because we think of God as he has to do this, and then he and then he changes his mind, does this, and then he does this, and then he does this. And I think of it as, no, it's all part of his plans. These are just pit stops along the way. Mm-hmm. So. The yeah, and, and looking through this, you know, I
1: would have many years ago said I agreed with number two wholeheartedly. Oh, me too. There's ceremonial, or I should say, there's civil, which those make sense to us. Mm-hmm. We don't put, well, actually, well, if you see, like, the balconies on people's houses, those have railings on them, but... We don't hang out on rooftops anymore. We but, you know? we, but
0: we have civil laws in America. Again, we have driving.
1: We have how you relate to your neighbor. Yeah, so it's um, understandable. You know, with fence lines and property lines and all all these different things. So we have ways that these are how you're supposed to live in the land at which you live. Totally get that. Then you have the ceremonial, which I think people just push off, but don't realize that a lot of denominations still follow those. You said Seventh Day Adventists is one. You look at how the Catholic Church does their mass. It's built out of the Old Testament that they still have a actual. Um, oh, what is it called? Um, I mean, it's it's the altar, but they they have different pieces. It's, of the sanctuary. They have the sanctuary inside of the Catholic Church. It's actually
0: slightly based out of the Old Testament, but mostly out of Revelation. The Catholic Church. The Mass. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a whole book on it right now. That's fascinating. It's called the Lamb's Supper. Hmm. That a Catholic friend recommended i read That's so all. i started reading
1: it but i do know a lot of it is based out of the old testament in terms of you know the the the, the mode and the method and the the ornateness and the symbolism and the, all these things so a lot of it's taken out of old tradition. Testament. tradition tradition right and 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 against tradition is not always bad unless it becomes an idol in the church which right. we talked about right um but with this whole idea of the ceremonial this was how god said i want you to worship me in this way and even Jesus when he came back, he said, you know, right now you go to a place to worship, but soon my people will worship me in spirit and in truth. And right. it's not so much the location, but it's about the heart. And and you can worship God in, in in different ways. And you know, there's still some times where how people dress in the church are like, You're coming into the house of God. Why are you dressed that way? And it's for supposed me, to come in your Sunday best. Right. And me, I'm like, yo, I'd rather a dude walk in with, you know, jeans, a of cut off and some and a and literally a flat bill and some flip flops to come worship Jesus rather than you know, him avoiding, you know, God cares. God A man looks on the outward appearance, God looks at the heart. Um, but when it comes time to how we do the worship, I believe God wants to be worshipped in a certain way, and that's where he's the main focus that we're looking at. That hasn't changed at all of history. But when you look at the moral law, when you see the Ten Commandments you you know there's the arguments of we need to put like they tore the Ten Commandments down out of like uh, government buildings and schools and this that and the other. and you have I made the joke where it's like, cool So Christian's <laughs> like we're not following the 10 Commandments anyways and you see Jesus he says, you know all like love, love God, love your neighbor and everything else is summed up in this. So how have I viewed the moral law now yeah. is it's almost a definition. You know, it's like, okay, so what does it mean to love your neighbor? Okay, well, obviously you're not going to commit adultery because when you do that and you commit adultery, you're hurting either your spouse or another person. Like, like there's that. When you covet and you want to take something from someone or you steal or you rob or you kill, obviously you're not loving your neighbor when you do that either. And obviously if you're putting someone else before God, if you're making graven images, if you're taking God's name in vain, which you and I both believe it's more than just, you know, what most people think is swearing, but it's the fact of it, it's like in, it's like in sports, you know, you represent the name on your Jersey yeah. and we, we represent Jesus. So how we live our life can take God's name in vain. And that's how we are supposed to live. I feel like that's more of the definition. Yeah. So when you tell me are Christians subject to the old Testament law, we're not subject to that. We're subject to Jesus. Exactly. And what, what did Jesus say? He said, love God and love others. And how right. do you do that? And Jesus said, you say this, but I say this and Jesus raised the standard and he raised the level of conversation. Cause he said, don't just do this. You're called to love
0: them. So and, go, go above and beyond. And the more time we spend in, in God's word and in prayer and in getting to know Jesus better, the more we're going to see, man, that, that's not really, I'm not really loving my neighbor. Like I should, I'm not really loving God like I should, but you know, there's a quote. Um, we, uh, well, Soche shared
1: it on Facebook and I jacked it and put on RTC's uh, yeah, stories. Yeah. Um, it's an old A. W. Tozer quote from the book of Man of God. It says the purpose of good works isn't to change us or save us, rather, it's the demonstration of the change within us. Correct. So and it's we talked about this in 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 um, well, that's little, un, un, undeserving grace. We've talked about this in other, uh, so many that different was episodes. Our whole
0: scripture of James 2, 8, 8 through 19 no, was talking about Do our works follow
1: that. us into death? The right. answer is,
0: well, yeah, they do. Kind of. <laughs> not in the way we typically
1: uh, would think. But, but if you say you're a Christian, you are going to live in this certain way, and Jesus already fulfilled the law and the prophets, so we no longer have to think, oh, crap,
0: did I did, did but, I do all this but correctly? But we're, well, we're going to do it not because we have to, but because we want to. Right. That's and not just want to, it's, but it's just what we do. Right. It's the you change know? in our life. It's the renewing of our mind. Mm-hmm. It's the fruit of the Spirit that comes from us being in Christ. And I want to say Christians throughout history haven't always done this well. Oh, no. you got the Crusades. You have,
1: oh, my goodness. I mean, so many Christian slave owners back in the day. You have these people where it's like, um, why, why why, are you living like that? Right. And, and we have that in today's culture, too, where it's like you look at some Christians and you're like, don't think that's what you're supposed to be doing. And at the end of the day, what what does the Bible say, though? I'm going to go back to the, uh, the the Romans 13, 8 through 10, where it says, Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And I think the question that us as Americans have, because this is a question of an American struggle, is, well, what happens when my personal religious freedom and liberty comes into contact with loving your neighbor. Ooh. How does that play back and forth? And My I rights. think <laughs> and I think that's a struggle that a Christian needs to have. And then that's when I love this verse of um, We should
0: do a whole podcast episode on that. I have been
1: I've been chewing on one too. So so I'm with you right there. Christians and the American rights. Oh. But what does the Bible say? It says that you're in uh, Galatians 5 where you're called to freedom not to use it as an opportunity for the flesh and others. You're not you, to use this opportunity to serve yourself. But how can I serve you? Right. How can I serve others? And so for us, are we bound? Are we subject to the Old Testament law? No, we're subject to, I believe, the law of Jesus. And what right. does the law of Jesus say? He says, confess with your heart, believe in your mouth, me, follow after me. And if we're supposed to follow after Jesus, we're supposed to live and serve and honestly do what Jesus did to, to, yep. to people. And, you know, the, the, we talk about this all the time. The term Christian wasn't a adjective or a noun, whatever part of speech it is like that's Christians didn't title themselves that.
0: No, it was a slander was by a the slander world <laughs>
1: because they were like, man, you little Jesus people yeah. like you little Jesus nuts. Like you look just like him. So we're going to call you this. <laughs> you little Christians. Yep. You follow this dude who died. And now you live like him, and they're like, yeah, we going to roll with that because yep. that's what we're called to be. We're called right. to be – I mean, it's the Bible even says, you know, no servant's greater than the master. And if right. Jesus is the master, what are we called to do,
0: you know? Yep. So, uh, you know, I would recommend my kind of final thought, land in the plane because you said it so well. That, uh, I have no final thought, man. Land I just, this plane. I just want to recommend that uh, go on YouTube, people, and t- to check out um, – Thomas Schreiner has a great thing on – the old test should Christians follow the old Testament law. It's about six and a half minute long video where he kind of walks through everything. Beautiful. It's a beautiful job that he did there. There's also, um, Douglas Moo. We were talking about Douglas Moo a little bit earlier before the podcast and how wonderful of a teacher he is. He has an article on Desiring God, and we'll have that in the show notes. It's actually on the desiringgod.org. It's in the articles, and it's titled Should Christians Obey the Old Testament? We have a lot of links for this show. It's, it's a linky type of show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a linky-lengthy. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, uh, I hope that this was encouraging to you and maybe helpful in uh, some sort of way that uh, you can be uplifted and continue to press on towards the mark of, of Christ.
1: Time for Fun facts with <laughs> You know dude, some things have changed. Some things have grown, but the thing that always remains the same, I mean, the word of God and Jesus. But in this podcast, this Fun Facts with Fuller. Fuller, we back, baby. Season three, we ain't getting rid of Fun Facts with Fuller. So, no. Fuller. I mean, it, this, this is a staple. This is the anchor of the this ship. This is the, wow. <laughs> Man, that's a bold statement right there. But, dude, so we have over 100 fun facts, and you have yet to run out.
0: I have yet to run out. So, so what
1: got, you got for us tonight, my so dude? So, today, the
0: fun fact Mark, did you know that people have tried to sue God? They've actually tried to sue God. (laughs) What? It sounds like one of those made-up funny facts, but people have actually filed lawsuits against God for reasons you can imagine. Negligence, failure to keep people away from the devil, and other harmful acts of God are quoted in most of these cases. I'm not going to lie. That's probably the stupidest fun fact I've ever heard. But it's hilarious. It's funny that somebody would actually do that but uh the fact yeah. that someone's like i'm gonna sue god gonna and sue then god. The,
1: then the government's like you serious right now yeah, like wait. like you're serious like you you know it's god right you're gonna waste money and time on on the oh, i mean if you want to pay us that's go <gasps> go for it then i guess <laughs> i feel like someone needs to be in the business of what what are you what what kind of lawyer are you uh, uh i'm the we, god Suer. We, we sue the gods any <laughs> god you want to sue will
0: Here at the offices of Doe and Doe, we sue God. That's
1: ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But anyways. Well, hey, guys. Again, we've mentioned this before, but if you're looking for a premium Bible, seriously check out uh, the CSB. They're coming out with a new one. It's the single-column wide-margin Bible, home and handcraft collection, premium black Goat skin. Oh, the goat skin. Go to lifeway.com. It's on pre-order right now, but check this out, guys. If you go there, you don't even need to put in a link. You don't need to put in a a, like a like like an RTC coupon code. But if you pre-order, you get 40% off. No questions
0: asked. Almost half
1: off. 40% off. We screwed it up like twice in the podcast already, but it's 40% 40 off off
0: but you and the know. Goat skin. let me tell you a, there's nothing better than a goat skin covered Bible. and we can promise
1: that that goat skin was not baked and it's it was, it was not, not boiled
0: boiled in its mother's it was not boiled milk. in its mother's milk wow that's, that's what we know i love it well <laughs> hey
1: csb lifeway thanks for sponsoring the podcast for you guys out there in listener land we love you guys we would love for you guys to leave us a review on apple podcast you no longer can subscribe but you can follow on apple podcast or spotify uh Google Podcasts, we're Anywhere podcast, Pandora, we're even Podbean. on YouTube as well. Right. Anywhere podcasts are found, we are there. We encourage you to check out the website where you can get links to all of our social media handles, the email, the phone number, shoot us a text, leave us a voicemail. The store, all the things. All the
0: cool things. Man, so, we're
1: excited for a season three. We are. You know, we made a New Year resolution to bring more guests on. And this past year, we, we've, we've I've failed. I've failed at that. We, You've done a we've lot ha- better than I have.
0: We've had a couple, but we got we got to get better. We got to. Yeah, we got to. But we
1: have a couple lined up. We're working on dates with a couple, and yep. hopefully, we'll get them to you guys soon. But just like always, we love that you joined us for another installment of Real Talk Christian Podcast. And until next time, guys, take it easy.